Hey and welcome to Big End Radio episode 10. This is Azar in your ears with Illmaster. Yo, 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 yo. Coop. And joining us once again, yeah. the almighty K Zero. Woo! It's about the first time in like ten years. Yeah, he hasn't been around since episode four, but it's okay because he's back now. After all the trouble he put us through, so we've got a ton of information today that we'll try to get to you fairly quickly. A couple of actually a one review, bunch of info. So stay tuned. Let's start off with the Wii. Recently. They have spoken about Wii controller memory and speaker info. So Nintendo updated Wii developer documentation to third parties making games for the new console, providing studios access to the controller's internal memory and speaker. So they said that the Wiimote provides 4,000-bit storage capacity, and that can be used for settings and preferences, but it can only use for one game at a time. So let's say you set something for Metroid and you want to use it for Zelda. You have to delete it and then... Set a new setting for Zelda. What do you think about that? That's going to be pretty annoying. It right? is going to be pretty annoying. Or I was thinking that you can set your preferences, and then you save it to the internal flash memory, and then you won't have a problem. Yeah, yeah you probably could do that. Right. So uh, we'll see how that turns out. Okay, the Broadway chip, is, as you said, is made by IBM. It's 20% more efficient than the GameCube chip, which was codenamed Gecko. It's 30 nanometers and it's power PC based, which is what Apple used to use and was used in the GameCube and I believe the Xbox. And basically it includes silicon and insulator technology, which allows the amount of, which reduces the amount of electrical charge that the transistor has to move during an operation. So basically it's faster and it reduces the amount of energy required. So it's more efficient but it's, it, they cost more to produce, so they're generally used for a high-end application. All right, moving on. So uh, the other day, I was on IGN, and I saw a rumor that said that uh, Nintendo... Actually, it's not a rumor. Nintendo is seeking uh, 150 people to work and begin packaging the Wii consoles. And um, so they're needing people to package them already. So what do you think that means? Well, it could mean that the Wii console is finished. Well, you're probably not going to find out, but if they're hiring people now, there's a few possibilities. It's finished, they're going to say, okay, pack it like this, get to work immediately. Right. It could be done in a few weeks, and then it would be like, okay, we're going to show you how to pack it for two weeks, and then once these things start coming out, we'll pack it. Or they're just looking for job resumes, and they'll be like, thank you, you'll have a job in three months. Right. And here's so it the... may not even be done yet, it may be completed. Here's the quote from Nintendo. It's an exciting time to be part of Nintendo's team. Millions of eager fans are eagerly anticipating the launch of a revolutionary new console. We, as a production agent trainee, you'll be on the front lines working tirelessly to ensure they don't leave stores empty-handed this holiday season. So it looks like they're getting people to pack them. Right. That's, a, that's always a good sign. I mean, even if it is in like a month or two, well, at least it's now than never. Right. Know what the hell I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, when I have kind of a cold. Sorry. It's okay. And I just woke up too. <laughs> I'm a little delirious. So what's, anyway, moving let's move on. on to a topic that we all know about, which is the Wii events. The Wii events scheduled the 14th, for the 14th right and 15th. Here. Right. So that's in what, like two days? 
Yeah. So the one in America is on the 14th. The one in Japan is on the 14th. And the one in London is going to be on the 15th. And everyone's expecting to hear information which is going to be uh, different for each region. So you're probably going to hear release date and price specific to the region that the conference is going to be in. And um, a Nintendo of Europe rep has stated that we will be playable at the London event. And Nintendo is going to be announcing new software. And it's going to be new announcements about the console itself. So everyone's expecting to pretty much hear about everything in terms of like what's left of uh, secrets and things about the Wii. Yeah. I know I definitely I have high hopes about this. Same here. Let's hope that like it's not like a lip sync and they just talk about a couple games. Well, I don't think they can because they Nintendo guaranteed that it's going to be the information yeah, is going to be gonna given in September. September. Right. Yeah. And, and if not now, who knows when? Right. And Reggie's going to be speaking for America, so yeah. that's Sweet. should be big. So we still have to know about obviously the price and release date. Then we have to know... There's, like, tons of stuff that they have to announce. Just, like, packaging, the colors, uh, prices on accessories. Talking about the virtual console, we really don't know that much about that at all. The interface. Do we even know how much the games are going to cost for that? Nope. They said it's... Yeah, yeah, they don't know for sure yet. They're saying it's going to be less, but... Well, I would hope so. Yeah, so would I. And less compared to what? Like, I mean, I'm not going to spend $50 on an N64 game. Even though they yeah. wouldn't cost that much. Now, I'm guessing NES games 5, Super NES 8, and N64 10. Sounds good. I don't know. They kind of ripped this off on the GBA cartridges, like when they brought back the classics on the Game Boy Advance. That's true, but I think the Virtual Console is a huge application for the Wii. And if they yeah. make the prices... distribution costs. You don't have to do anything physical, but you do have to pay for bandwidth. Plus, it's pretty much all profit. I mean, they already have the games, and they just have to make, like, emulated, and it's not going to be too hard. Yeah, that's true. They get a cut. Like, uh, Apple doesn't make a lot of money off of iTunes. They right. Just, uh, they, they use the money to cover the cost. Basically, they make the money back when you buy an iPod. Well, let's hope that it's cheap, because I'm looking to get some games that I missed out on from Super Nintendo, N64, like Chrono Trigger, and Paper Mario, and the N64 Star Fox. Because I never had an N64. I just got to play some of those games on other people's systems. So, I'm looking forward to getting those. So, aside from the obvious that people are expecting, I know that I'm hoping to see some more games. Like, uh, maybe Disaster. The game looks really cool. I want to hear yeah, some, I more really about that. some more of that. Uh, it reminds he- me of the movie, um, The Day After Tomorrow. Yeah. Maybe I want to hear, see if uh, Metroid is really going to be delayed. Yeah. Uh, I think it's mainly a Wii event, though. So, we're not really going to see any DS. But DS is pretty much set for the rest of the year. I mean, there's yeah, just there's a ton of Twilight Princess release date. Not Twilight Princess. That's um, coming out. Phantom Hourglass. It's coming out next year because they like moved it over. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Damn it! And I reserved it too. It's okay. I've had Twilight Princess reserved for like two years yeah, and three months yeah. now. So. Speaking of reserved, the guy told me I should come pick up my new black DS Lite. So <laughs> today or tomorrow. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, after that, they're going to sell it. Yeah. Right. You know people were wanting to buy my DS that's signed by Reggie? With scotch tape all over the front of it? They don't care. As long as it's, like, signed by Reggie, that's why. Who's going to buy it? Yeah, like, when we when we went to the city and got, like, our stuff signed by Reggie, KZ didn't have any, like, packing tape, so he just put, like, ten pieces of scotch tape on the front of his DS. Crazy. But appara- <laughs> apparently... 
it worked, I guess. Yeah, it does. Oh. So, uh, how about Ubisoft? <laughs> how about that Ubisoft? They're supporting yeah. the Wii a lot. It's they, Mr. Lopez's uh, favorite yeah, game yeah. company. Really? Get it? That's creepy. You get it? Yes. It's Ubi. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like Ubi. Actually, he said it himself. Well, not really. He just said he likes Splinter Cell and stuff. Moving on. So, <laughs> they announced the steering wheel attachment, which is going to be compatible with the GT Pro Series game. Made uh, by Thrustmaster. As well as Monster 4x4 World Circuit. So, I saw it. Did you guys all see the picture of the controller? Yeah. So, yeah. pretty much you just put the Wiimote into, like, it clips like, into the wheel. In the middle. So, it really doesn't add any extra functionality. It's just... It's like a thing to hold on to, so it kind of gives you an extra sense of realism, I guess. feel like you're actually in the race. And also, using, you already use a lot of utilizing the remote to keep the cost down on the steering wheel to the point that you might bundle it with the game. That's possible. Did you use that for Excite Truck too? No, we're not. Well, no? Well, yeah, but they didn't say it. I'm guessing you can, because you hold yeah, it. Yeah, I guess you Any can game too. you hold in that position, and it's a car game, you can just... Do whatever you want with it. You plug it yeah, in. Yeah, but you're and go. you're holding that one differently. You're not holding it like a steering wheel. You're holding it. You're holding it horizontally. Yeah. And you move the sides up and down. You wouldn't be turning it like a wheel. Yeah, but if you wanted to, you could. Because all it is well, is a, it's just clips in. It's not like and another thing. I don't know how how it's gonna feel. Just like holding a steering wheel that's not like attached to anything. Exactly. That's why I'm like not... all the other ones. They had like this little base that you put on a table and everything. Yeah. And this you're just gonna be holding it in air. I don't know how that's gonna. Yeah. It's gonna like feel it, kind of awkward. It's great to see Ubisoft supporting the Wii so much, but yeah. for this in particular, I'm not crazy about it. Like maybe if they can improve on it in some way, because they probably will improve on it. That's safe. To, I think that's a good assumption. <laughs> well, I've never gotten. Yeah. One of these steering wheel things. I always wanted to get one and play it with F Zero. Yeah, you know yeah. What I mean, I just don't have enough racing games that it yeah. actually be worth. Picture that with F Zero. That would be a lot of fun. Yeah. So, Ubisoft is also adding another game to the list of launch windows, making that eight for the time being. Who knows how many more there will be? And it's gonna Splinter Cell, the double what? agent one that's coming to Wii soon in the launch window. <clears throat> and it pretty much it does not use the 360 build because that's gonna have like extra levels and stuff. It's gonna have the PS2 and uh, GameCube and Xbox build. So it's gonna just use that same gameplay, except it's gonna take advantage of the Wii controller. And um, I haven't really heard many specifics, except Ubisoft did confirm that you can shake the Wii Mote and you can pick locks that way. So that that sounds kind of cool, I guess. Yeah, that does. Slightly disappointed that they did. Like, you, oh, you can only add so much functionality. But either the Wii version is going to be better, and it was going to be designed like it was going to be played for the Wii, or it's going to be designed like it's going to play for one of the other two, the PS. That's very true. Yeah. Because what will happen is if you just add extra functionality to the game. Like Splinter Cell, I felt slightly more comfortable playing it with the PS2, except for the opposite. The opposite, you plugged in a Game Boy Advance with your cable, and you basically, you could have a second person look at it and tell you where all the enemy guards were. Kind of like King game Zelda. buying for the GameCube. Yeah. Anyhow. They also said they they that there's also not going to be on individual titles. They said well. they're going to commit with individual titles. And if they're going to be porting games from the PS2, it's like the PS2 is graphically much weaker, so they're going to have to water down the game. Well, like, they did you know, They did improve level. the graphics. They just took the basic gameplay like stuff like that. 
But I'm not worried about Ubisoft. I mean, they do have enough games that are looking amazing. Red Steel, that are completely new for the Wii. So, and I think they, they're allowed to have at least one port. Yeah. And they also confirmed well, that no online uh-huh. is going to be for the Wii version, which is a disappointment. But we'll Definitely. live, I suppose. Yeah, because Splinter Cell Online is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. See, I was just about to say, like, if they were going to do the online for it, what would they do for, like, the co-op situation? And if they did have online, um, would it be like you'd only be able to play with people on the Wii. You wouldn't be able to play with anyone on the PS2 yeah. online. Although I don't think... Or never mind, because they don't have that now. But whatever, yeah, scratch that. But we never know. Never know. Right. Well, we still don't know pretty much anything about Wii Online. Yeah. So we, yeah. Hopefully the 14th. But... So that about wraps it up for Wii News. DS, let's start with a review of a very good game called Star Fox Command. Yeah. So, this game came out on August 28th, and I wasn't completely sold on it originally. I wasn't crazy about the control scheme. I got you sold on it. (laughs) Pretty much, but I wasn't as against this as, let's say, Phantom Hourglass. So I was willing to look at this in a positive way. I was excited. I got this the day it came out. Same. Yeah, so after listening to Illmaster and K Zero talk about it and Coop as well, like for a couple hours I said, Hey, what the heck? They got it. they said it was good. I'll try it out. Picked it up and I first thought of it, the graphics were really good. It utilized the uh rumble pack, which is always a huge plus for me because I'm a big fan of that. Um Yeah. And then the control the Rumble works really well. The con- yeah, because it actually goes along with the music and makes it sound really cool. So the control was the biggest selling point for me, and uh, after playing it, it took about 20 minutes to half an hour to get used to, and I still didn't really fully get used to the controls until beating it once, and you can beat it nine times, nine different endings. It was different for me, I just got right into it, I didn't find it awkward or anything at all. Same with me. Well, I found it extremely awkward at first, but then after getting used to it, you find that it adds more precision, and the aiming is much better. Because you can just aim Definitely. so well. Yeah. Like in every other Star Fox game, I, I've always had trouble like in dog fights, just trying to like hit the person. Yeah. But this yeah. one, it just works fine. And then also, the control you know what think, is... What was it? You know what I think really sold this game, though, before it came out? What? People would pre- the um, commercial. I've never seen the commercial. I never saw the commercial. I Plus, saw the commercial. I don't... Pay attention to commercials. If I'm gonna get a yeah, game, I, know, I get a game. Like, We're beyond commercials. We're the know, hardcore. We transcend commercials. Yeah. yeah <laughs> so. The, um. <laughs> yeah. So the control was not the only different part of of this game. There's also an added strategy part of the game. So normal Star Fox yeah, games. Just a- Huge part of the game. Right. Yeah. Normal Star Fox games like the original and Star Fox 64 are just action shooters. And this one is an action shooter, but it's also like a strategy game. What you do... Well, what about Assault? Well, Assault is... That's a little different, because you can do land missions. I'm talking solely yeah. this, the flying around action shooter. So, when you, when you enter a stage, you see a map. And on the map, you're going to see the Great Fox, which you have to try to protect, and several enemies, and their bases. And what you do, you draw your path into the enemies... Uh, the enemy missiles and the enemy bases and you try to fight them off and when your ship flies into them you enter a battle scene 
And from there on, it's just a normal Star Fox game. You have to take down your enemies, collect their cores. And if you're, it's a mothership, you just have to fly through the ship through beacons, which are... Uh, They're like red, red like square squares boxes. in the sky. And you just have to fly through each one. It just leads another. you into the mothership. And you go faster and faster. And then you, and do, then you do a barrel roll. Do a barrel roll! And you destroy the ship. Exactly. Yeah, it took me like a while. Like the first time I did it, I didn't know that you had to do a barrel roll. Because yeah. I wasn't paying attention to him. Yeah, neither was I. Because when you're in a battle, it's tough to listen to Rob. But yeah. after the second time, I figured it out. I like the fact that you could... Put your own voice, and they will use your voice in the game. Yeah. yeah. Well, really? now that you just threw that out there, a cool feature in the game is that you can go to options, and you, they um, ask you a couple simple questions, and you record your voice, and it pretty much jumbles it up and makes it in like Star Fox language, which is kind of like the original Star Fox game, and everyone just talks like. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, it's sort of like an Animal Crossing sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. But how does that like? Putting your voice in the game work. I haven't tried it yet. You just go to options and... Is there any point on me? Yeah, it, it sounds... It's, it's in... Sounds every like time it. there's dialogue, you hear your voice. And it's really cool. I'll have to try that. Yeah. So, at the, once you collect all the enemy cores, you finish the level. And um, each battle is pretty different. Because you'll have a target enemy. And you can either choose to only kill the target enemy. Or you can kill everyone on screen. And... If you do that, you'll get a perfect as well as a missile. And with the missile, it goes into the Great Fox and you can take down extra Pretty enemies. Pretty much anyone in your range right. on the map. And each stage, you're limited to... I think you start off with three turns? Is that correct? Uh, well, it's usually like three or four. Right, and then there. as you defeat enemies you can and their bases, you gain more turns. And yeah. also, when you're in a battle, you have time limits. Which at first, when you're first like playing through, I know for me at least, the first time through, that was most difficult because I was still learning the controls. I had to get used to the time limit. I had to used to get I had to get used to the turns, and um, I found it kind of hard at first. But then, the second time through and after that, you just it doesn't really like it doesn't matter at all, and you just get used to it and it's fine. It's tons of fun. And you can get time like <coughs> add-ons like when you beat enemies sometimes. Yeah. You'll get like plus 25 seconds. Yeah, when you deflect their bullets, you get like two seconds for each bullet you deflect added to your timer. Right. So, on to the specifics of the control. You use the touchscreen and your stylus to move the ship around. So, for me, if you move the stylus down, you go up. If you go up, you go down. And if you yeah, double tap the top half of the screen, you do a boost. And if you double ha double tap the bottom half of the screen, you do use your brakes. Yeah, about at first I thought this would be kind of annoying. And yeah. I know how well it would work. But, yeah. Um, that just added I mean, to my doubt when I first heard every, it. Actually, every once in a while I'd do like an accidental boost or break, but um, overall it would just work fine. Well, also yeah, for that. Um, can I just say something? Yes, Those sir. Are, uh, little um, arrows on the side, on the uh, left side, I think. You can also tap those to do the boost and break. Well, those are for when you, if you do like a, when you do like the, um, you turn around, or you do the somersault in the air. No, yeah, he means, he means the other arrows. On the left, yeah. yeah, on the other half. And then, also on the touchscreen, there'll be two arrows on the left and one on the right. If you tap the one on the right, you'll do a loop and you'll go backwards, kind of like a U-turn, which is extremely useful in dogfights. Yeah. And then the other one, which I seldom used, I think I used it like three times. And I beat I the game. That a lot. I beat the game. Well, I only used it with one-on-one uh, -on -one battles. Oh yeah, yeah. I did use it with one-on-one yeah. -on -one battles, but it's not too frequently. But Wait, just a little thing about those one-on-one -on -one battles. That's probably like the like my least favorite part of the game. 
when I had to go against one other ship. That was actually because, one of my favorite parts of the game. Really? Because I, I just couldn't hit the guy, and it was just really annoying. He kept doing somersaults, and I couldn't be locked. I couldn't lock on. And then he'll drop bombs. Just, it's because yeah, you're it's really annoying. No, because yeah. I don't have any problem with any of the bosses or anything. It's just one-on-one -on -one fights with like other ships, like the Zazabam guy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So when you hit the one on the left, you'll do the normal loop, and you'll try to throw your opponent off of your tail. And that works pretty well. And then That's the classic Star Fox maneuver. The most important aspect of the game, by far, is the barrel roll. And yes. to, to do a barrel roll, you don't or hit Z. Z. Or R <laughs> you don't hit Z in this game. You just move your stylus from the left to the right pretty quickly. Uh, actually, what I found myself doing was doing a circle motion on the screen. That worked for me, too. And... Barrel roll, you can deflect any weapon. You can even... Yeah, you're pretty, pretty much invincible. You can sometimes even fly through walls, depending on what level you're on. You yeah. have a limited amount of power. Although it does last pretty long. Right. Yeah, you can't barrel roll, well, and you can't do boosts or break for a long time, because you, you have an energy meter. Without, uh, depending on how what character you have, your energy can be more or less. Yeah, like if you ever played a Star Fox game, whenever you do like a break or a boost, you have that little meter that goes down. And the barrel roll uses that meter. Yeah, so and then like, you also have yeah. your energy meter, which you can try to you can keep that up if you just do barrel rolls. So you're really yeah. encouraged to do tons of barrel rolls throughout the game. It's yeah, that's probably the I do those like a million times in each. Yeah, level. so do I. And with that, it brings along some problems. Very, it doesn't do it for you. No, not that frequently. Well, what about dropping the bombs also? Okay, we're talking about barrel rolls, do you know? Uh, yeah, I know, but can I just say one uh, thing? No, because we're talking about barrel rolls. Shit! <laughs> yeah, barrel roll! So, sometimes the barrel roll can interfere with aiming or turning because you have to move to the left and the right so your ship, its aim doesn't go on where you want it. So you can't really lock on, which you just doesn't really work as well. I never found this to be a problem, personally. It's not a, no, yes, it's not a huge problem, but it does happen once in a while. Coop, why do you keep pinging us? Pinging? Yeah, it's just that's that's what she said. Us. That's what she said. Oh, God. <laughs> why and do you keep pinging me? To shoot, you can hit any button. L, R, A, B, X, Y, and anything I on the D-pad. R. I, I use R. R. R is the thing about R, R, using R to shoot really reminded me of uh, Metroid Prime Hunters. Wait, hold on. How do you use R? Scheme. How do you use and R? I can't do that. I use, I started using R when I first got it. And R I, or I L? Do it. Yeah, I don't know how you do that. Wait, I wait. use up on the D-pad. Hold on, are you, that one works. do you mean R or L? R, the R button. How the heck do you yeah. hit the R button when you have the stylus in your right hand? I use my yeah. left hand with the stylus for some reason. I what, don't know do? why. Yeah. You're retarded. Really? I'm not retarded. You're, I, I bet. I was. I was talking about the L button. Yeah. My mistake. That's, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. But you were actually meant the R button. That's weird. Weird. But so yeah. Before I got the game, I was thinking yeah, L button would probably work best. But I found myself using the D pad because it's yeah. just it's much more accessible and just works much better. Yeah, up on the D pad just works perfectly for me. Yeah. And you can hold it down to charge your shot and lock on multiple times, which I didn't discover until the second time through. Really? Yeah. yeah. I didn't. There's tons of stuff I didn't find out until the second time through. Like, if you move your stylus all the way to the corner of the screen, you can pretty much do a U-turn in, like, a second, because yeah. you have to move it yeah. off of the little map. 
And the bottom screen serves as a map, which is very useful, so you can find enemies instead of just flying yeah, around. Yeah, it shows all your enemies on this on the thing. Right, right. Um, yeah. So there's tons of characters, 15 playable. 15 playable characters. That's a lot That's for a, a Star lot. Fox game. Too many yeah. epics, nine Considering epics. like in every other Star Fox game, you play as just Fox. Yeah, so, I in mean, this that's game a you, can be, you can be Fox, Falco, Slippy, Crystal, Peppy, James... Which is Falco? I mean, uh, Star Fox is dad. Lucy, Dash, Bill, Cat, Wolf, Panther, Leon, Amanda, and some of those characters are new, and some yeah, of them are old. Yeah, they introduce a bunch of new characters. Like Lucy is uh, Peppy's daughter, and or Amanda is Slippy's fiance. Yeah, and, and Dash is Andros's Andros? grandson. Yeah, yeah, he's cool. So each character has their own strengths and weaknesses. Like, uh, Wolf and Falco can lock on to multiple targets, which is extremely useful. Yeah, or Leon can, he can target every single person on the, like, on the screen, which can either be really good or really bad. Because his shots are really weak, so that's the drawback. Yeah. It's like if you're fighting one enemy, it's not very... No. He's, like, pretty much worthless. But if you're fighting, like, 20 enemies... Yeah, it works really well. And then Panther, he can't lock on, but his yeah. shot is the most powerful in the game. Yeah, it is. Yeah. One shot it takes, takes down usually everything. It takes down almost everything. That's why I find myself using him when given the chance, but you can't do it too much. Is it so, just me, or is Star Wolf actually better than Star Fox? No, he's much the better. The characters are. Like, I mean, him, all, the, all the people on the team. Yeah. Like, combined with Wolf. I think Panther. so. Yeah, because yeah, Wolf himself is my favorite character. I think he's the best character, because his health is good. He's got good energy, and his multi-lock is really good. Yeah. Um, Panther, I think, is my second favorite. But then Leon, I'm not crazy about. But that's okay, because he's whatever. Well, it just depends. You have to use the right uh, pilot for the right enemies. Yeah, that's the thing. I, I'm more towards... Um, Slippy Ship and Falco's more... Yeah, well, I like about Slippy is Slippy has really powerful. He has plasma lasers, but you can't lock on. And he can carry on. the most bombs. Yeah, he can, yeah, carry, he can carry three bombs, three. which... Oh, the thing about bombs, we haven't talked about that. Correct. Yeah, the I way don't you use the you bombs can... is you don't, like, in the other Star Fox games, you just shoot them forward. But in this one, you actually uh, take them. the bomb and drag it onto where you want it to be on the map, on which the bottom screen. That takes some getting used to, but after you practice a while and get pretty good at it, it just, I think it works really well. Yeah, I really like it. You can take out 12 enemies at a time. Yeah. And it works. I just like that a lot. Yeah. So, before... Well, actually, in the first week of the game's release, many people were complaining that, oh, it's too short. That's for the people who only played it once. There's nine different endings. And that can take you, depending on how good of a player you are and how fast you go through the levels, if you can just... If you just want to get perfects or if you want to just take out the targets, that could, could take you? anywhere from, I would say, 20... To even thirty-five hours, maybe yeah. forty. I don't. That's but, like if you're slow though. But um, yeah. Dan, could you get a mission accomplished? Who the heck is Dan? Um, I mean, uh, I don't Azar. hear. I don't know. There's you, any Dan here. Right, right. Azar, could you get a mission accomplished ever? Have you ever gotten one? Yeah, after I beat every mission. Yeah, but like when you. Well, they don't the, have like mission accomplished. Mission yeah, it's complete, mission complete. Like I thought it would be like I thought they would also have like the um two things like they did in Star Fox Sixty. How would you? How would you like? You just beat the enemies and then it says complete. There's no like two paths about that. Well, they I have. Don't know. They I do know. a perfect. I just thought that they would like you know when you get a perfect, they give you a, an extra missile. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I thought that they would do something like that if you got in a, like if you defeated all the enemies. Yeah, that would be Whatever. cool. Well, yeah, because you get rewarded for really taking you get rewarded for taking out all the enemies. Yeah, you do. You get an extra path, but that doesn't happen. But that would be cool. <clears throat> like if you got a mission accomplished, they would have given you extra time or something. Mm -hmm. Well, you get a missile. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm saying like. Whatever, whatever. Right, so the nine different times through, you can get up to 33 stages, and it's really no small feat, because that'll take you a while, and it's pretty hard. Yeah, there's, and there's then really... you can replay any of those stages that you want. There's, like, a stage select mode, yeah. which is... Yeah. I think that's a cool new addition. So, as I said, the first time through, took me about two hours, three hours, and I didn't know how to do my, much stuff. The first time through just served as, like, a tutorial, pretty much, for me. I learned the controls. After that, I got everything else down. I got all nine endings. Did you guys get them all? Uh, I haven't too. been playing it recently because my stylus is kind of funky. I, did, I got yeah. some cool new pen styluses. Or styli. styli. It's like <laughs> an actual... Styli? That's styli. how you say it. It's not styluses. Is it really? Yeah. Or styli. I don't know how you want to pronounce it. It's like the shape of an actual pen, and when you go to click it, a little stylus pops out. That's pretty cool. Although, like, the, they were painted pretty crappily and it was like wearing off so I haven't been using it and I can't really go back to my little gray one so I'm just gonna wait until I get my light right, so right. I can so, uh, finish it then. back to that playthrough for a sec there's really no incentive yeah, sure. to uh, get all nine endings except to do just that get all nine endings that's I incentive know, enough for me I, I mean, no I that's what I'm saying yeah. Yeah. yeah I think that's a good incentive for I me I like how they each personally. take Other people, their own different paths in life right other people might not want to just say, oh, uh, what's the point of getting all nine? I think just that's enough in itself. Because the storyline, I know Ilmas is going to disagree with me. I think the storyline is completely, completely atrocious. It's one of the worst stories I've seen from Nintendo ever. It is I'm not so going to argue it's the best storyline ever, but I mean, I don't yeah, see how I you can say, say it's the atrocious. worst atrocious. In several of the endings, Fox just... He cries. They try to turn Star Fox into like a romance story. It's not a romance story. Throughout the whole story. Throughout the whole story, what are you talking about? It's all based on Fox like trying to get Crystal. Yeah. That's like one part. I mean, no, it's through it's throughout the entire thing. They take the whole romance thing too far. It's supposed to be a dogfight, and they're supposed to be just killing each other, and it's supposed to be a thing between Wolf and Fox. Oh, Not really, because, I mean, you, got, really? you exactly. team up with Wolf at certain yeah. points. Yeah, I know, but I think it should be more of a rivalry. And the lines are stupid. Like, Falco will say stupid things that make no sense. <sighs> I just don't like the story at all. And that was well, one of the have drawbacks. Have you ever played Chameleon Twist? We just said that no. is the worst story. Yeah, right, right, yeah, yeah. The game yeah, also boasts a pretty big <laughs> multiplayer mode. And six people can engage in download play. But the options in multiplayer are extremely limited. Your I force... don't like this at all. This yeah. is my biggest peeve with the game, is yeah. the multiplayer. It just seems thrown in. Because you can't choose an R when you can't choose your character. There's no strategy yeah, elements. Thing. It's just a race to get the most power-ups and then just to yeah. kill your... There's not, even any, there's not even any obstacles on the course. It's just like in space. And there's you're just flying around trying to shoot the other guy. No voice chat, I mean, no text chat. They didn't use any of the strategy elements that are in one player. Yeah, yeah, it's just nothing really resembling like that. that. It seems that they just threw in Wi-Fi just for the sake of having Wi-Fi. Yeah, I played one game with you and Coop, and I'm like, okay, that's enough for me. I don't really want to I do would, yeah, I went online on... was not that good. Uh, the single yeah. player was fun, but the online was just bad, because one person drops and you never get it right. 
Yeah. yeah. But so yeah, when I first got the game, before going into multi, before going into single player, I went into Wi-Fi because that's what I do with most of the DS games, and just to see how they are. And I said, yeah, okay, this is this is decent. You know, it's not really great. But then I beat uh, single player ten times, got online endings, and then I went back on Wi-Fi to give it another chance, and I found that it was just not good at all. Didn't enjoy it yeah. at all. But the game, the single player is enough. I mean, you don't really yeah. need a multiplayer. <clears throat> yeah. But um, the thing is about about the power-ups, as soon as you get like the uh, plasma, which can lock on, you pretty much dominate throughout the entire thing. Yeah, that's, what, yeah, that's why it's just a race for the items. I, I'd say that, I'd say that they should have just made all the um, all-wings stop. Like, um, like, they all have the plasma, or they all have this. I think they should have had, like, you start off, like, on the map, and you're in four corners, and you have to, like, take turns going to, I don't know, just use the strategy in some way. How good would co-op be in this game online? Think about that. That would be awesome. Co-op in this game would be amazing. Co-op would be awesome in this game. Like, you could be Fox, and someone else could be Falco, and you could go, that would be incredible. You just do a mission, like, there's a whole extra set of missions. That, oh my god, it would make this game so much better. But it's already good enough, but whatever. It's not in the game. um, can only hold. Hey, you never know what Nintendo might pull. They might do like you can't just online. add it. You can't just add an online mode. It yeah. has to be in the game. You can't right. just say, "Oh, surprise!" You can download. No, I game. mean like with the Wii Connect thing, also with that's the. That's uh, on. That's on Wii, and we're talking about Nintendo DS. I know, but uh, whatever, whatever, whatever. Just move on. All right. So uh, the game strengths. It's definitely a must-have for DS. And if yes. you're on the fence about getting this game, as I was, definitely pick it up. You will not. Regret it. It's just a the great thing about game. this game is that I've seen very mixed reviews from yeah, like same. IGN, GameSpot. I mean, I've seen nines and I see sevens, and I mean, I guess you just have to seven. try it. Where did you see for seven? Uh, I think I don't remember. It was like GameSpot or GameSpy or something. You just gotta pick it up and try it for yourself. Well, I the big ones the... gave it good. IGN gave it an eight and said it was solid. GameSpot gave it a decent review. I've seen reviews all over the place. Yeah, well, the big guys, Nintendo Power gave it a 9.5, but that's Nintendo Power. Nintendo, yeah. Nintendo Power is really critical on their games, aren't they? Oh, they're no, not. they're extremely biased. They're extremely biased. Yeah. Five average. Yeah, you're breaking yeah. up completely. Yeah. yeah. You broke up, yo. Yeah, yeah. So, hold on. Come on. Um, no game gets a five. Yeah, yeah. So, Except one time a Hot Wheels game got a five, but that doesn't count. Any... It's rare to see a game get below a six rating. And... Oh, no, I disagree. They get, they get a lot part, of. Um... No, no. My favorite part was when they talked about the virtual console. They didn't. Shut up. The thing about Nintendo Powers, I mean, I've seen a lot of games get like they won't come out and say like this game sucks, like uh, yeah. some other magazines might or something. But I mean, they they'll still give it like a four. Yeah. If it's like, uh, yeah, Curious George or something. That's to be um, dog shit in a box, man. It's got <laughs> really bad in order to get a four. Right, I mean, right. They did hey, give right. Geist. They gave Geist a six. We're digressing. We gotta start having this up. I mean, you know. Yeah, that's true. So graphics hey, are really good. Control is precise once you get over it. Uh, tons of unlockables. Tons of replay value. Wi-Fi if you're interested. The music is really good. Bringing back some familiar tunes as well as many new ones. Yes, Rumble yes. Pack is a huge plus for me. Uh, it's a lot of depth. You can get high scores. Get try to get perfect. It'll keep you busy for a while. The negatives, though, story completely horrible. 
At least you can skip through it. Um, the barrel roll sometimes get in the way of steering, but that's avoidable as long as you just get used to the control. The character designs are subpar. Now, this, about the character designs, when I first saw the uh, design of Fox, when they f I saw, first saw the concept art, I thought it was like the dumbest looking thing ever, and I yeah. think I'm sure, like everyone agreed. But, I, I have mean, to after, agree with you then. After playing the game for a while, I mean, it doesn't really bother me at all anymore. God, I mean, it I still bothers me. It grows on you. Oh god, it still bothers me. Crystal's head is huge. Well, the, it, it, it doesn't matter to me. Oh, it's not, a, no, it's just... Yeah, it doesn't, yeah, most of the, it most doesn't of the negatives the are just pretty much like minor things. Exactly, that's why the game is outstanding. You're breaking up, Dan. Yeah, you are. Alright, uh, so overall score, I'm giving... This is from someone who's beaten it ten times, all nine endings. I'm giving it a nine out of ten. I'm giving it a 9.2. Right, I'm right. I'm giving it a 9.1. I'll give it oh. a 9.14. Uh, so K0 gave it yeah. a 9.1. Four. <laughs> Yeah. That sounds like a 9.138 round. Yeah, we'll give it a 9.14337 repeating. The game's good. Go get it today. Hold on. So. Alright, so now, moving on to some other DS stuff. A new DS game called Cake Mania was announced, and it's going to be on Wi Fi. Cake Mania. It's from Majesco Entertainment. And Ken Gold, who is the vice president of the company, said, Mania is the key word here, because what starts as a manageable day at the bakery quickly blossoms into a chaotic flurry of customer service, baking, frosting, and decorating. Given its tremendous popularity and mouse-driven mechanics, Cake Mania was the perfect title to offer Nintendo DS owners looking for a portable experience that makes the most of their stylus. Sounds kind of like uh, that other cooking game called Cooking Mama to Which me. I... Uh... I'm gonna get. Oh yeah, I'm getting it too. That's out right now too. Sweet. It came Wait, out. What are, what are mouse-driven mechanics? Uh, because kind of like on the PC type of mechanics, except on the. Stylus. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. So it works well. Yeah, so that looks. Well, yeah, that looks pretty good. And it's wild. I have been known to be a maniac for cakes. Yes, I definitely am as well. <clears throat> yeah. so, Wi-Fi would be cool. Now on to a little bit of DS versus PSP news, which we da, all da, da. love to hear. So, some latest results from uh, Enterbrain and Famitsu's official data service claim that July was not very, com uh, not very competitive at all in regards to DS versus PSP, and 23 of the top 50 games in Japan in July were DS games, and 9 of them were PSP. So, DS software is selling much better, uh, and 6 of the top 10, uh, top... Ten, what is it? Japanese sellers. Yeah, yeah. Six of the top ten Japanese sellers released for DS, and PSP can only get number sixteen, which is Tekken. So in that top ten included New Super Mario Brothers, whose sales are finally starting to drop off after just months of being at, hugely at the top. Now the lead is starting to. If you've looked at the thing, which I'm about to read in a minute. <clears throat> Brain Age is still up there. Big Brain Academy is up there. Animal Crossing, Mario Kart DS. Uh, yeah, those are all up there. And then hardware numbers. In Japan, PSP is going head to head with DS units sold at 1.3 million. But uh, yeah, that's the original DS. That's not even being made anymore in Japan. So add on the DS Lite, 
and that makes close to four million. So DS is blowing PSP out of the water. Yeah, that guy. Is, Iwata. He's not even uh, Iwata. <laughs> yeah, PSP is not even close. <coughs> what was that? Ouch. Yeah. Was that a sneeze? Sorry. That's what she said. So yeah. the Game Boy is finally starting to die down. Unfortunately, bye bye. I'm shedding tears. The SP and the Micro, they only You're sold 200,000 units since the beginning of the year. And, well, that's actually the SP sold 200,000, Micro 130,000. So, yeah, it's going down. It's going down. Meet me in the, the bottom club. of the sea. It's going down. So, how about some DS sales figures? In America. How about them? In America, the DS for the month of August sold 278,000 units. PS2, comparatively, sold 262,000. So the PS2 is selling a little less than the DS right now in America. The 360 is selling 204,000. Game Boy Advance, 156. PSP, I presume we're ta- are we talking about DS Lite or just... Just DS in general. All DS. Yeah, all right. Which, you can't yeah. buy a used DS in Japan. Let's put it this way out. So you can buy one here. It's on eBay. This is in America. This yeah, is yeah. America. Um, yeah, I'm trying to read these things. PSP, 146,000. GameCube, 41,000. And original Xbox, 9,000. Now, DS, in a month in America, sold 278,000. In Japan, in a single week, the DS Lite sold 228,939. So it's only off by a little bit, and I know like a couple of weeks ago, it was selling close to the mark that DS is selling right now in, in America for a month. So that's kind of that's kind of weird for me, I think at least. I think that just shows you how different the markets are. Yeah, here just, and there. Yeah, and Japan is. Really... I mean, like in Japan, the DS Lite, nothing even comes close to it. I mean, the PSP only sold twenty-seven thousand four hundred ninety-nine units. Yeah, that's well two hundred thousand units off. That's, yeah, but meanwhile in America, the PS2 is only like 10,000 units behind the DS. Yeah. See, I don't really know if any of the, like, you know, they have those cookbooks on the DS in Japan. Yeah. I don't really know if any of those, if they were released here, would actually take off or something. Oh, I, mean, I don't think so. That's why they're not released yeah. here. Japanese are kind of more open-minded. Even yeah, with the English training? I mean, no Americans would want to buy Japanese training on DS. Well, I would, but... No, I mean, yeah, we're... Like, beyond hardcore. And into that kind of stuff. Well, I mean, that's because I hate Japanese. Yeah. Normal Americans, they're not going to want to do that. You know, like, how many people did you see importing Oendon? You know, that's just... Actually, a lot of people. Well, uh, a lot of people, yeah. The hardcore, compared to the 300 million in Well, they America. don't import games at all, but whatever. Yeah. I digress. So, a report from technology analyst Instat has stated that 2007 is the last year the GBA will be manufactured. Uh, uh, I'm tempted to pick up a GBA Micro, but I don't play a Game Boy Advance game enough. Yeah, that's the yeah. only Game Boy I don't have, except for the yeah, I'd only I'd only get it for, like, collection value, yeah, and I'm going to wait for it to drop off more. Hopefully it will. But, I mean, the GBA has had a pretty good run for, like, yeah, seven years. The Game Boy name... So that's Game Boy Pocket, Game Boy, Game Boy Color, etc. Yeah. Sold more than 100 million units. But at this point, who's counting except for Nintendo? So. Us, also apparently. noted... What was that? What was that? Uh, nothing. 
Also noted are the demise of Gizmondo, the Engage, the Tapwave Zodiac, and May so they rest in peace. That leaves only DS and PSP. It's just going to be a war from here on out. So let's take a look at the next 10 days in gaming. Uh, Mario Hoops 3 on 3, which Wi Fi now in America, apparently. Uh, that's available now. Mega Man ZX, uh, that should be available now. Cooking Mama, which I'm going to be picking up as well as Il yes. that's available now. Mech Assault Phantom War, and it should be available soon on the 17th. Pokemon Mystery Dungeon on the 18th. Dragon Quest Heroes Rocket Slime on the 19th. And Contact, which I believe Ilmaster and myself will also be picking up on the 19th. Yes, yes. So, that's a ton of news that we just gave you. Wasn't the most interesting episode. You just had to get all that stuff out there. I mean, if you want to know Nintendo, you gotta get, you know, you just gotta understand all the info. So, Got a lot of N O O Z. Yeah. So that's it. The Begin Radio episode 10. This is Azar here with Illmaster, Coop, and KZ already left. So that's it. So you can check us out at www.bignradio.blogspot.com. That's www.bignradio.blogspot.com. That's the place for all the major news announcements as well as reviews. Right now, there's a Starbox review. Uh, you can check out our message boards, and you can email us at bignradio at gmail.com. We're looking for some input, so just tell us what you like, tell us what you don't like, and we'll be happy. So keep it here for all Nintendo news all the time, all your Wii news, all your DS news, all your news about all Nintendo games all the time, here at Big N Radio. Peace out. Hello. You can also check out an affiliate podcast called Nintendcast, and in the very first episode, you will find uh, both myself and Ilmastic, so make sure you listen to that. It should be fun. And next episode, we're going to have a complete breakdown on all of the Wii events, uh, price date, launch, uh, yeah, the price of everything, so just stay tuned. So that's it, Again Radio, episode 10. Signing off. Secret Big N Radio, punching Coop in the face. We have to put like a song from ORTM&D at the end or something. You mean like this? Go, do it. Looks like you're now down to one hill. Let's do it. One interesting DS thing. I'm sorry to interrupt. One very yeah, interesting okay. DS thing was some guy was uh, in his Wi-Fi setup. He actually brushed the upper left-hand corner, and all of a sudden this menu came up when he in his Wi-Fi setup, and it was like looking for Nintendo DS Simple Start. And everybody, rumors were going around like what it was. Like, was Nintendo going to release a router and all that? And then they found out, Nintendo told the guy who found out, basically, it's useless in America. They translated a menu. Like, you know how it says, like, search for access point, enter, shut up manually, search for AOSS compatible router, Buffalo? Well, there used to be a fourth option. That was for Japan only. Certain routers there have an easy setup button. And you just hit that. But it was an interesting thing. It did cause quite a bit of internet rumor mongering.
energy immediately, Mega Man. But where is Dr. Wiley? That's a good question. We may be able to locate another energy emission from the radar room. When we find that meteor, we'll find Dr. Wiley. <laughs> 